<laughs> Welcome back to Birching the West. I'm your host, Eldon Stahl, and uh, we're here again talking about all things, all things related to uh, preserving freedom through educational activism and uh, things that would be of interest to what we call birchers as well. Um, we have a special guest here with us today, and uh, her name is Holly McClure. And Holly is with an organization called Utah Open for Business, if I got that right. And you're going to tell us a little bit about kind of an initiative uh, statewide in Utah to uh, help uh, protect the the rights of uh, a business owner. So Holly, welcome to the show and uh, glad you could make it. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So uh, maybe you want, I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself or about uh, what uh, just start in with what you're doing or, or what, what would you like? So I'm, I mean, I can tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a, new to Utah. Uh, my husband and I uh, moved here last summer from California. Um, we're California refugees, as I like to say. Ah. And welcome. <laughs> we, thank you. We've, I'm we've, another one. <laughs> we've been I'm wanting, another one. <laughs> we've been wanting to move here for a while. And I feel like the whole COVID situation in California is sort of got us off the dime and, and we made the move and it's been, it's been great. So now I'm um, working with a group that is working on some legislation again to protect businesses. So while Utah was much better than, much better than California, there still were issues here, I think that were impacting businesses. And so what we wanna do is we are proposing some legislation to protect those businesses and keep them open. And, um, the particular issue we feel now, so all of these, all the issues that we felt have impacted the businesses during COVID were medical related. Um, they were adding sort of yep. some form of medical enforcement requirements to businesses or um, restrictions on them, again, obviously because of the pandemic. And so now with, um, it's very timely with President Biden's announcement today, we feel like the sort of the tipping point issue is going to be mandatory vaccination and vaccine passports. And yeah, um, I would agree with that. We, it's not that we have any particular position on vaccination one way or another. That's not the issue. The issue is, uh, particularly for small and independent businesses, the, the liability and the operating cost burden of just of practically managing something like this is enormous. And um, I think by example, from what's happened before, it's clear that there's, there's not going to be limits to this. There's no clearly defined limits. This is something that could go on. So um, again, we've been looking at what's been happening in San Francisco and what's been happening in, in New York. And this just seems to be sort of the big issue. And, um, so what we're trying to do is we have an outreach effort going with a petition and we're trying to get as many businesses as possible to support this, that want some sort of protective legislation. So we have a legislature here in Utah that's very pro-business, which is great. They don't want to be perceived as telling businesses what they can and can't do. Um, but that being said, I do think there is, there is a need for some kind of protection for some of the businesses who choose not to participate in mandatory vaccination or vaccine passports. So um, what we're trying to do is, is send people out into the communities to uh, canvas small and independent businesses or really any, any business, but those are kind of our target who are concerned about this and who would support this legislation to get them to sign a petition so that we can go in and show the legislature, legislators that there is support in the business community for, for this kind of protective legislation. And so the philosophy of the effort that we're running 
is high what we're calling high touch, high tech. So we're not, the, the primary focus is this high touch effort. So we have, I'll get more into the details of the structure, but what we want to go out and have relationships with the businesses. So we're not just um, trying to get a bunch of signatures and then we never speak to the businesses again. We want an ongoing relationship from today until the le- January legislative session where we're keeping in contact with these, with these businesses. And we have a real, um, co- a real coalition of, of people that are in, in touch with one another. So that's the high touch part of it. And then the high tech is where we've just tried to set up a system that is very frictionless. So when people go, people want to join our group and be an outreach leader, it's easy for them to get on board. And when they're going out to businesses and they have a business that's ready to sign, we have a, a technology that makes it easy for the business to sign. So if, if somebody goes to a business and they say, hey, I'd like you to sign this or get on board with it, what, what is it that we're, that you'd be say asking or a person be asking the business owner to, to sign on to what basically would that be? I can show you the exact declaration if, if you want. Okay. Yeah. Let me stop this share. Do this one. So basically what people I think are going in and saying is we're very pro-business. We want these businesses to be able to stay open. We want businesses to have a choice. We don't want them to feel like they're coerced by the health department or coerced by um, larger organizations or larger businesses. They should have a choice on how they handle this issue. Um, And so the actual declaration, we would have a conversation with them to explain, we understand the mandates that have happened before make clear that we just see this as kind of a critical issue, not necessarily has again, nothing to do with our, our position on vaccination, but just that this is, this is kind of the tipping point issue. Um, a lot of businesses don't want to um, invade the privacy of their workers. They don't want to invade the privacy of their um, patrons. So this is the declaration that we would have them sign. I don't know if you want me to read it, read it out loud, but it basically says, you know, the small and independent businesses are the backbone of the Utah economy. A lot of them um, were hit very hard by some of the mandates over the past year. Um, Basically what they're saying is while individuals may have their reasons for or against taking vaccinations, we as business owners do not wish to take up this responsibility of enforcing vaccination status, either on our employees or for our customers um, because of the implications for invasion of privacy, the increased operating costs associating with administration of vaccine status, and the potential to be held liable for adverse medical reactions as a result of mandated vaccination. Um, If as advertised, Utah is friendly to businesses, then it's best if business owners are not coerced in any way by the health department or the executive, or or even directly or indirectly pressured by large organizations, such as the Chambers of Commerce in Utah, into acting as medical enforcers as a condition of engaging in enterprise. And so it says, to this end, the undersigned pledge that Um, Bullet point one, we support any legislation that upholds these ends and removes businesses from the position of medical law enforcement. We support any legislation that safeguards the medical privacy of all parties involved in commerce. And we will not yield to coercion, overt or covert that seeks to shut us down again. And we will support our fellow local businesses in this effort via an economic coalition. So it sounds like this is more of a really a freedom issue than a you know, a vaccination or a health type of thing. I mean, overall, it kind of the, 
um, establishing the principles of just being able to be free and make choices, assess risk and things like that. Is that, is, would that be accurate? Yeah. And freedom Say of that? enterprise too. I'm not sure that I don't see that businesses should have these. It's hard enough if you're a small bakery to, to run your operation, to provide safe food for people and good food without having to worry about all of this, your customers coming in and sort of this side issue. I think there's enough on their plate and, you know, for freedom of enterprise, we believe they shouldn't be, this shouldn't be a condition of small businesses engaging in enterprise. Yeah. I could see how this would be a, a, a massive regulatory burden that could uh, put many businesses under that have been struggling uh, already through all these uh, regulations that they've had to deal with, especially in the last 18 months. Uh, so that of course has all these different social and economic consequences to it. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Uh, that is, are you also interested in larger businesses? I mean, I know I, I watched the president's speech today and uh, I know he's targeting any employ employers who have a hundred, uh, what was it? A yeah. hundred or a hundred or more or something. Right. Um, are you interested in also uh, getting businesses that are larger on board, you know, absolutely. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, we just felt when we went into this, that really the, the, yeah. the demographic whose voice wasn't really being represented was were these smaller and independent businesses. So yeah. that was why we targeted them, but any business, of course. Yeah. Cause I, I think any business is, is just, this is going to add so much added additional unnecessary administrative and, you know, time effort, it's just unreal. I just, uh, it's an atrocity is in my opinion, but. Okay. The issues of liability around record keeping too, you know, that's a big unknown. So if you don't keep proper records, if you do, if you have a mistake in your records, it's just, it's a little bit of a, of a mess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Already, of course, the businesses, they have to deal with the, uh, a large amount of overhead administratively with, uh, with the, of course, the taxes, right? Sure. All, all the payroll and everything, but this would add a, a uh, increase that significantly. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. So what, what is it here? Let's see. Is it kind of a chart, I guess? Yes, for... I was going to explain kind of how we're doing this. If, okay. If you want to explain that. Yeah. Um, so again, we have a, uh, we have kind of a little bit of parallel efforts, but the primary effort is this high touch effort. So what we did is um, we started up here in this blue circle and we said, let's go out to all these different, there's several different freedom groups in um, Utah and just different organizations that are, that are reaching out to people and let's, let's make contact with some of those leaders and see if we can tap into their network. And so that's kind of our action committee. We, we were assembling, sort of a loose assembly of these people, these connected people. And then our ask of them was, um, please refer us to find for us five people who will go out and sign up at least four businesses each to this, onto this petition. And um, then we were hoping that when, the, so those are outreach leaders, that's kind of the heartbeat of the, of the operation. They're the ones going out, talking to businesses, maintaining communication with them. And then we were hoping sort of as an out, outcome of that effort that businesses would also say, hey, I know other you know, 
Joe's motorcycles down the street, I think would be interested in this as well. Mm. And so our initial target was to get at least a thousand um, small businesses. I think we're going to exceed that number by the time the, the legislative session begins. And you said that was well, in January? Wonderful. That was in yeah. January is when that uh, starts up? Yeah. So kind of the deadline would be then by January. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, like I say, I think we're going to we're going to exceed that number. I hope we exceed that number. I think there's many more businesses than a thousand in the state of Utah. Oh God. Yeah. Sure. Support this. Oh yeah. Oh, so, so the timeline of our effort here, you can see we're, we're, so we started in the middle of August getting people on board. So mm -hmm. getting people to sign up as an outreach leader. Um, there's a process for that where we give them the documentation. We give them for the process. We give them talking points. Um, sometimes we've had our own zoom meetings to train them. And then they go out and they get businesses to sign the petition. And we have two important dates um, in here that we're working towards. One is next week already, September 15th is when the bill will actually be introduced for the first time um, into the legislature. It goes into committee. And we are looking to get as many people as possible who would support this kind of legislation to attend, to show up at the Capitol on that day. And um, it's not a rally, it's not a big, it's just to be there to show your presence that you support this kind of legislation. So September 15th is a big businesses in particular. We, we want as many business owners as possible. Um, I think our group has about 15 minutes allotted to discuss the legislation. So they'll probably spend about 10 minutes going over what the legislation is and then five minutes of Q and a, and we would expect at some point during that time, if, if we have, um, businesses there that someone would say, can I have a show of hands? You know, how many businesses are here to support mm. this legislation? So we really have a big push to get as many businesses as possible um, there on you, the 15th. You mind if I ask which committee that is? I think it's the um, health, the health, health and human services, but don't call okay. me on that. that's not my, I'm the technical person. I'm not. All right. <laughs> I, I well, didn't want to stop you or anything. I just um, yeah. probably so. Yeah. I assumed it'd be something like that but yeah is this is being this meeting is being held at uh like a city hall or something at the capitol or? building in salt lake yeah got it uh, okay. it's like room 30 i believe it's at 8 30 in the morning so we'll be sending out a kind of an announcement about the details mm. um good deal specifics of that and then the next event is september 28th is a much more personal event we will have um handful of businesses meeting with legislators in person and really getting that one-on-one -on -one mm. opportunity to tell them, you know, how they feel about this legislation and what sort of challenges they face. And um, so that event's on the 28th, that would be by invitation only. So during this whole time where our outreach leaders are still working to sign people up um, after the 15th, we're asking them to go back to their businesses with the actual legislation Here's, here's what we've submitted. Please give us your comments. You know, we'll have another way for them to submit comments to us electronically. Um, we believe there'll be a review in October and November on the status of the legislation. We will again ask our outreach leaders to go back to the businesses and let them know how is it proceeding, um, what's happening with the legislation. And that, that'll bring us into January. Mm. Okay. So that's great. Yeah, it looks like a good plan. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. excited about it. Um, we have a, we do have a parallel kind of a parallel thing going um, with uh, 
Eric Mutsos today put out an announcement through his uh, Utah Business Revival about this effort. And so we have a lot of people signing up through his announcement. So they don't have a personal connection necessarily with one, one of our outreach leaders, but um, we'll still be trying to follow up with those businesses and stay in contact with them as well. And what was the name of that person you just mentioned as well? Eric Mutsos has a, an organization called uh, Utah Business Revival. And, and his name again was Eric somebody? Mutsos, M-O-U-T-O-S. M-O-T. Give that to me again, would you please? M-O-U-T-O-S. M-O-U-T-O-S. Eric Mutus. Okay. M-O-T-S-O-S. T-S-O-S. Sorry. <laughs> M-O-T-S-O-S. You got knocked out of the spelling round, I guess. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Utah Business Revival. Okay. It's a hard name to spell. Grateful, very grateful for, to him for, for helping us with this effort. He's got a, a large network with the business community. So good. That's good. And is that is that in southern Utah as well? I'm in this very southern section of Utah of Utah. Just moved here as well. So I'm like new, right? Uh, I think he's, I think he's in um, the St. George area. Okay. Because fortunately I have a daughter. All right. Who is pretty active in the business community. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, this may be, she does a lot of writing, you know, uh, for Utah business magazine, et cetera. And she's forming communication lines in the community um, and uh, knows a lot of people, you know, she's, she's, you know, this is her job, right? And um, but anyway, so definitely, I'm gonna you know be talking to her about this as well. Um, she may even know this guy. Um, that's why I wanted his name. I'm like, I want to see if she knows yeah. who he is, right? Well, let's, yeah. Let's uh, let's hear what Holly has to say about uh, <laughs> the what's what's going on here. Okay. okay, I can just go on a little bit more detail about um, nuts and bolts in case you have anyone who's interested in signing up to be an outreach leader. So what happens if you want to be an outreach leader? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you will, someone from this action group generally, as I, as we spoke about here, someone in this blue circle will mm -hmm. contact you and say, Hey, we're, we're doing this effort. Do you want to sign up for outreach? You say, yes. Um, mm -hmm. We will, that person will send you a link or I can send you a link if someone wants to contact me and that, and through that link, it's very easy. You, you can get it through text. You can get it through email. You click on that and you register with us and say, hey, I want to be an outreach leader. So as soon as you register online with us, you get sent a confirmation email and that'll have um, attached to it a PDF document with a, the first page of that is the most important. It's the message to outreach leaders and it explains to you step-by-step step what is the process. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you go out and find businesses and get them to sign up? Mm -hmm. It also has in there talking points to help you craft it. It's not a, it's not a, um, like a speech. It's just literally sort of factual bullet points to help you craft a discussion with your business. Um, and it also has a flyer in it, although there's been sort of mixed reviews about that particular flyer, but that's the packet that you get. You also immediately get in touch with me. I'm the outreach coordinator. So as soon as you register, um, we have a relationship. And so, you know what my phone number is. You can ask me, call and ask me questions. Um, we ask you to put my email in your um, email contact list to make sure that you're receiving my communications. I don't send a lot, um, but the ones that I send are important. So um, as soon as you 
I'm going to share something new here. If I can find. So then um, that confirmation comes immediately upon signing up. And then within about 24 hours, you'll get a welcome letter from me that looks like this. It's in MailChimp and it has all the documents that you get in that confirmation email plus more. So it's just sort of an easier format. You get your letter, your talking points. Um, you also get a bio of who the group is, um, which is helpful for businesses. So we ask people to, to be able to speak to this. Um, who are we that form this group? Who our core members are? It was um, started by a businessman who is in Summit County here, Doug Yeeman. He's a business owner. And he started working with um, a couple people from different freedom organizations. It explains, you know, what we're doing again, sort of an overview of our mission. Um, it, this is also where you would get what I showed you before this petition info so that you can show businesses. And we, we actually have asked a lot of outreach leaders just to leave this with a business and with their outreach leaders contact information on it. So um, if the business isn't quite ready to sign when they're having a discussion with them, they can leave this and follow up with them. Okay. Um, That's we, talk smart. About, we talk about the September 15th milestone um, and then a few important points. So this is a contentious issue, obviously. <laughs> I think anyone who's, who's part of this group probably realizes that it's a contentious issue. So we are protecting the privacy of the people who sign. We're not having um, social media campaigns to say, hey, Joe's Motorcycle signed our petition today. We're not sharing <laughs> people's information with anyone. We're not posting it on social media. We're not having um, campaigns about it. We're not letting outreach leaders tell other businesses, oh, hey, you know, your neighbor signed this. this is, we're very important that we keep um, their information private. Mm -hmm. We have um, for the, the petition that the outreach leaders are sharing, that link is secure. So there is a password, again, just as a layer of security. So it's still very easy to, it's still a very frictionless process to have a business sign. It's just a link and the link is always good. Um, we just put a password on there just for an extra layer of security. Um, we let the um, outreach leaders know the password does occasionally change. I, I will, if the password changes, I can send a text to everyone to sort of immediately notify them in real time that it's changed. We ask our outreach leaders, uh, you know, the, the phase anti-vax is just such a charged phrase. We're just yep. saying, we're not even going to talk about it. That's not the issue. The issue is that we are extremely pro-business. We want these businesses to stay open. We want them to be free to engage in enterprise with minimal restrictions. Right. And then just a reminder to know the mission. It has nothing to do with masks, has nothing to do with the shutdowns. Like there's no other extra things included in the legislation. It really is only about this issue of um, mandatory vaccination and vaccine passports. And then we give our leaders just a reminder of what's the purpose, which is that we're trying to show that there is support in the business community. Right, okay. And then after this, we invite people to participate in Zoom meeting similar to what I'm doing tonight um, to reinforce that this, this is an ongoing relationship from now until January, you're fostering this relationship with your business, businesses. Okay. All right. Oh, very good. All right. Well, that was, yeah, very nice. I think uh, it's encouraging to see 
Um, yeah. it, it looks like it's very well thought out uh, so far as the campaign, very well organized and uh, focused. All of, all of the things that uh, should make for, a, you know, something that's going to have some success. I hope so. Thank so, you. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, uh, um, so it sounds like, uh, things are overall going pretty well and, uh, that's, that's good to know. Yeah, we have, I think 600 businesses have signed already today and we just started about three weeks ago. Yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. That's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I guess if somebody, if somebody wants to get on board, would they, they're watching this or maybe they're listening to this on the podcast. Um, what would be the best thing to do? How would they contact? Who would they contact? What would you say? They could contact me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if you want to share my contact information with, if you want me to say it here on the video, or if you want to share it with people, if they approach you, um, um, if they reach out to me, I can send them the registration link or just understand how they want to participate. Yeah, you can share it on the video if you're comfortable doing that, or I can I upload it to YouTube, so uh, I can put it in the you know the description. But some people read that, some don't. <laughs> so, however, you yeah. feel most comfortable. So I think they could um, they could email me at holly at utahopenforbusiness.org. Okay, Holly at H-O-L-L-Y. Okay at Utah open for business, all spelled out, dot org. Dot org. Okay. Yeah. And they can let me know. That's pretty simple. I'm a business. I want to sign. I'd like to do outreach, whatever, whatever their interest is. They can let me know. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's simple enough. I, I think uh, you're going to have a good number of people jumping on board. Um, we welcome everybody. So our, are you, uh, I'm curious, are you coming to this uh, thing on Saturday in, in Layton or you heard of that? What is the thing on Saturday oh, in Layton? Well, okay. Maybe not the health freedom <laughs> symposium. Yeah. I'm or maybe sure. there'd be somebody yeah, Kristen, there. I don't know. Kristen is, uh, she's part of our group. So the, the organizer of that is part of our group. Um, honestly, I don't know if I, myself, I've got some teenagers that I, yeah. Or maybe some others, with, you know. Yeah, it's a great event. Talk with people I, about it. Yeah, I would recommend that, that everyone go. She's she's done a lot of. There's a lot of great speakers and good information happening there. So, yeah, it sounds like it. So it's a good good different groups kind of uh, work on similar things. There's that's a and very timely, like you said, with uh, with President Biden having mm-hmm. this announcement. Uh, you know, it's not just I suppose at the state level, but trying to deal with these other issues i suppose but this is a definitely a good step and i think that event's really going to be great too because i think people will be speaking to the sort of policy problems right it's not just um someone's opinion about different medical things but what are the implications from a policy standpoint of of some of these um programs that are being advanced yeah yeah it's boy there's all kinds of you know I guess leave it to the president. He decided to open up a can of worms, and there there is going to be quite quite a bit going on in the next uh, several months, I would think. Um, but uh, well, well, we well, encourage everybody to keep their eyes out for the September fifteenth. I think that's an important day, and it's very important for people, anyone, 
businesses, obviously this is also a, a big issue for individuals. Um, all of us are gonna be patrons of different businesses. So I think anyone who feels strongly about this issue, we would encourage them to come on September 15th to the Capitol and just, you know, just show up your, your presence is meaningful. So if they'd like to come, I suppose, contact you. Uh, if, if they can't yes. come, but want to make their voice heard, is there a way, you know, you say, okay, contact your local state rep or state Senator or something or, or contact the committee. That's a good, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, I know I can't make it. I'm like, you know, down here and, uh, I would think your, Southern Utah and, uh, your local legislator, I would write and say that, you know, that this legislation is coming up and you support it. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. I, I would think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I found uh, it's amazing how, how responsive they are actually. Um, you know, they're, they're uh, usually, you know, prominent business people in the community or something like that, but they're, they're not uh, so f- far away from people as maybe a Congressman or a Senator would be the state legislators are much more accessible and able yeah. to respond. And it's important. I don't think people don't realize um, if you've never served on a, a board or a commission or had any real interaction with the government, you don't realize how often people just don't write letters. People mm-hmm. don't show up. It's very, yeah. very, very powerful and easy to write a letter. It makes a huge difference. And to show up in person, um, you don't need to speak. It's just to be there um, is, is powerful. So if this yeah. is an issue people feel strongly about and they haven't really done anything, I would say, um, write a letter to your legislator or, you know, come on the 15th, if it's possible to come on the 15th. Right. And then can you uh, give me the name of the bill, the, the number of it so that, uh, um, I can have reference to, okay, you know, this bill number, blah, 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 is, is being introduced. Uh, I think it gets numbered after they introduce it. Okay. So there's no number. Yeah, yet. It might not okay. be numbered yet. Yeah, got it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Cart before the horse there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. But, uh, it's an idea at least it's, it's still, it's in the works, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, Holly, thank you so much for being on and talking about this important issue. This is something that I think is going to be uh, near and dear to the hearts of many uh, mm-hmm. in the state of Utah and, and others, maybe that are outside the state that want to um, look into something like this and maybe their own states. And uh, I, hopefully uh, there are some that are listening or watching that say, hey, this is something I can, I can get involved with, I can support, or maybe I know somebody else that would uh, be able to support this. So uh, I encourage Absolutely. you, yeah, yeah. everybody. You, to- can, you only know one business, sign up, sign up as an outreach leader and, and go to that business. We're, we're, we welcome everyone's efforts. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, all right, well, we'll sign off. Uh, We'll hope to catch everybody next time on uh, Birching the West. And uh, thanks for being on and uh, keep on birching. Okay.